Okay, so it is just me tonight. So hello, it is Shash or Shashi. You take your option. There's many, many choices. But I wanted to come on and just talk about, you know, I feel like I'm just a spinning wheel sometimes. So it's still loading. It's forever loading. Um, so this week, this week was kind of a quiet week. It hasn't been too crazy, but um, I start a new job soon. So I'm enjoying this little peace and quiet until the chaos erupts because I know that will be its own beast in itself. But I have been able to catch up on homework by tenfold. Like I'm more trying to. It's a lot. I've taken physiology and anatomy, but I didn't realize like you just, oh my God, it's just so much. And just trying to study and like remember things, it can be so much. And this teacher loves to give his busy work. And so I've been doing that, which, you know, just keeps me busy in itself. And I've been like cleaning and I just, I was able to sell Poshmark is fun. I was able to sell some Dooney and Burke purses I had since I was probably 20. Gone. Sold them. And it was wonderful. They went to like Delaware. But I think we might have talked about that actually. <laughs> um, I'm just cleaning and getting rid of junk and stuff. And you know, the hardest thing sometimes that feels like when stuff doesn't fit and you kind of want to hold on to it, like maybe later, maybe later this will fit. It's just like, just get rid of it. I bought some jeans, which is always scary for me because jeans are like my least favorite thing to shop for, but I need jeans because I'm going to be going on a trip and I can't wear leggings in public. So I had to buy some jeans and I ordered them. And the scariest thing is I got to see if they're going to fit the anxiety of that. Like, are they going to fit? Am I going to be able to get new ones in time? If they don't like, there's just that stress. So um, yeah, so there's that. Ordered some jeans, ordered some tie-dye jeans, which, oh God, I have an obsession with tie-dye. I feel like everything tie-dye that's coming back, I love so much. It makes me so happy. I don't know why. I think it reminds me when I was a little kid, we used to make our own tie-dye shirts in the nineties and it was just fun. All the tie-dye, all of that. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, I've been uh, watching my shows too, too much, which I hold, hold on. Okay. So I'm back as I choke to get, uh, to get yelled at in Spanish. That's always, it's always fun. Um, but that is a good way to practice your Spanish. That is how I learned Spanish, speaking of languages or anything like that. I didn't speak Spanish growing up, even though I grew up in a Spanish household and I got into college and I was like, oh man, I really want to learn Spanish. And I found a teacher who was amazing, who taught us it so well. And then we practiced it in class and like her classes would just, you'd speak Spanish. It didn't matter. And you'd learn, and that's how you learned. And my grandparents would help me and assist me because they only really speak Spanish. But I never say I'm 100% fluent because I don't think I am. <laughs> I'm like 55%, if that. So 
it's helpful. I wish I was 100% fluent. I'm sure I can get there, but I would love to learn French and Italian. Those are my my two big ones. And I would love to learn those. I don't know. I just think they're, it's all the languages of love, Spanish and Italian and French. Oh, all the romantic languages you can whisper into someone's ear and you can tell them they're being an absolute just jerk and <laughs> they think you're saying sweet nothings. Oh my God, that was the weird thing when I dated guys. They always wanted me to talk in Spanish to them. I'm like, mm, no. I'm like, oh, but it's so sexy. No, I don't know why. I think if it's forced upon me, I don't want to do it. But if it's an option that I want to do, I'll do it. Because I think sometimes people, well, sometimes guys can be weird in their requests. And I had a guy one time tell me he wanted to put a Lucha Libre mask on him and go down on me. And I was like, what? No. And I thought he was joking. He was not joking. He legit wanted to put one on and just not up. Nothing wrong with that. If that's what you're into, that's what you like. Just not up my, what's your, uh, what's the word? Not in my wheelhouse. That's what I was trying. I mean, I get it. We all have our little, our kinks. And, you know, I feel like when I was younger, I was definitely kinkier. I was really into like the BDSM and all that stuff. And being, I was a brat. Well, I still kind of am, but not as into it as I was before. So I think things change, but I still like understand it and respect it and the boundaries of it. And so it's something that can be enjoyed and can be really fun. You just have to find the right person to do it with because there is that really big line of respect. You have rules. I have rules. You don't cross this boundary. I don't cross this boundary. And I think, unfortunately, when like 50 Shades of Grey came out, everybody loves like that intenseness and that passion, but he just kind of broke all the rules and boundaries and it was kind of more a psychotic not psychotic that's too aggressive but um controlling which there's there can be an aspect of that but it's mutual like understood and in that she wasn't willing really and it was just kind of forced and it was just really messed up I did not like it and I know a lot of the BDSM community didn't like it either either because it really just, and everybody said they were into it, but everybody read the book and didn't understand and like the rest of the whole thing. And so I think that that's another big thing that really upset the BDSM community was there's people saying they're into it, but they're just thinking it's 50 shades of gray and it's not 50 shades of gray. <laughs> there's just a whole other aspect. So, and I very was, you know, I dabbled very lightly. I didn't dive in. I know there's really intense stuff. Um, I really like the shibari, the ropes. I think the ropes look beautiful when they're, when someone knows how to do that, it is amazing. And I've been tied up a little bit like that once. And it looked, I love the picture of it that I got taken. <laughs> I cannot show it. Um, <laughs> but stuff like that is fun and things like that. And if you have someone who's really dominant, they can be really fun. I had someone like that who was very dominant and he was just fun. 
He was very fun and he was very good to bounce off of. And he just respected my boundaries and we just played. And, and then I just, as most girls do, you just ended up, oh, I want a relationship. And that just wasn't, nope, that just wasn't his prerogative, which is okay. I was just younger. So it was fun though. Good to play with. That's all that mattered. And yeah, he used to pop up, not anymore. And just would random text and stuff. But the text turned from sexual into just, I don't know. I don't understand when men pop up like that. Because he would just pop up out of the blue and like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, I was driving home. And he did try once or twice to send me a picture. And he would send me like a dick pic. <laughs> Such a jerk. I would respond be like, hey, that's a nice bookshelf in the background. Or what camera did you use? This is a good picture. I would never respond anymore, play, because I don't know. I just got sick of being somebody's plaything. That's a very big thing. I didn't respect myself enough to know and to draw a line. And so I kept allowing people to come in and to just kind of take what they wanted, meaning most of the time it was men. Well, always men, but I mean, friends can do this too, but we'll talk about the men part or I'll talk about the men part for me. It was always men that I would allow to come in and whenever they wanted to, to just, what did they need? Did they want phone sex? Did they want FaceTime sex? Did they want pictures? Did they, what did they want? What attention did they need? And I would just give it to them like, okay, here's what you need. And then I would get upset because they wouldn't give me back what I wanted. Sometimes they wouldn't even give me back attention or compliments, which as a girl, you're always looking for. And I would just get sad and depressed. And I finally learned that I am the one allowing these men in to be able to just do what they want. And I just no more. I'm not your plaything. I'm not your toy. You are have a girlfriend you have a mar- you're married which unfortunately i find out afterwards that's a whole other thing conversation with men that were married that would talk to me and i find out they have a wife like six months down the road that they've never once mentioned before okay. and so it's just kind of like wow okay once i was able to draw that line it just felt a lot better i felt a lot better about myself being able to say no because whatever these men were lacking at home or in their life, they kept trying to find in me. And I just, no more, no more. You know, you made your choice, you made your bed, you lay in it. I am not going to be responsible for your orgasm for anything. And I have a friend, I have a a guy friend. This is a total guy friend. I've known him since I was 13. Nothing physical has ever happened between us, but he always says, it's not my responsibility to worry about your relationship. It is the person's responsibility, meaning that if he were to hook up with a married woman, it's not his job to worry about the husband because it's not his relationship, which is logical, which does make sense. And people, I mean, if that's someone's choice, that's your choice. If you choose to be someone's side piece, someone's mistress, it isn't your responsibility. It is the husband. It's the wife's responsibility that is in that marriage or relationship. but. For me, I had to draw a line because that kind of situation is draining. It is draining. 
because you sometimes get comfortable, like, okay, it's okay. I can just be here and they'll come to me and I'll be there for them. Cause they, you know, this, their girlfriend, their wife doesn't give them what they need and I can give them attention and it's okay. It doesn't take anything from me, but it does. It takes piece after piece from you till you start becoming this empty little shell just because you've given out so much of yourself. And I gave out so much of myself to men and no more. And I mean, I don't really get the um, random messages anymore because I've just kind of drawn that line. And I just said, no more. You no longer get a piece of me because I'm done. I, I just was so done being sad and I was so done feeling worthless. That was a big thing, worthless. And like, why doesn't someone choose me? That's a good person. And then someone did, but that's, we've talked about, he's amazing, but this isn't about him right now, (laughs) but just, you know, and I have, you know, I just, I don't know. It's very weird. I've had all these just different experiences with men that like to come back. And when you finally cut them off, they get kind of hurt and they get kind of mean and say mean things. And I just don't care. You're trying to be mean because you're mad because I'm not giving you what you want, but go find someone else, go mess with someone else, go just, I don't know, put all that heaviness on someone else. And I've talked to Mandy about this before. And part of me, sometimes it's like the Madonna whore thing that Men have their wife who is their Madonna and then they need their whore separate because their wife is pure and amazing and wonderful and they can't do all those horrible things they want to do. So they need their whore. But dude, your wife can be your whore, so to speak. She can be that sexual being. And I don't understand. I mean, well, I mean, not that I know everybody goes through their stuff, but it's, I think that's a very big part of it. And a lot of men go through that and then they end up looking for the mistress and the side piece. And, and some people seek that relationship out because it's an, you don't have to have an attachment. If you want to be free, you can be free. And that person is not your problem. If they're stressed out, I mean, that's mostly for their wife or, you know, you just say you, they'll deal with you. I just here for the sexual aspect or so. I guess there are pros and cons to each side. Um, I personally have never slept with a married person or someone in a relationship. So I would flirt and stuff like that, or like talk on the phone, but it never got physical. So I just could never bring myself to do that. And yeah, so that was a weird segue from, I don't even know what, but (laughs) I mean, I just, you know, I don't know. It took me a long time to kind of get to a point where I am. And I think it being six years single, I was single for a long time. And I really didn't even have sex when I was single, maybe like three times during that six years. Because again, it was with men that just didn't want anything more for me than my vagina. They didn't want to take time to know all of me. They just liked the sexual part. And I'm, I enjoy it too. Like I have fun with the text messages and the pictures and everything, but you need to have that other side of it. 
or else it just becomes mundane. We have no connection. All we have is sex. Well, then, no, I don't want to talk to you. And if we don't even connect on that, because these ones I didn't even connect with, it was not, I told them to, we are not sexually compatible. So no, (laughs) and they just didn't seem to grasp it. And they kept reaching out and I just kept blowing them off. And finally they did. And yeah, so there's that. And sometimes, you know, you never know. Sometimes people do pop up at very weird times. And, oh, I used to have a swimmer I used to date. Oh my gosh, he would pop up all the time. And he would just, he'd ask me to quarantine with him. And he was legit, I think bipolar. Or he, he just was not a good person. He was very, just not a good person. And he would always message me, but I love you. And I love you. We dated when we were 26 and we dated when we were, and when I was 26 and I hadn't seen him, I haven't seen him since I was 26 actually. And I'm 36. And he would randomly send me messages saying like, you're all I think about. You're the one, which means after this would happen is because after a breakup, he was lonely and he just needed someone to reach out to. And I used to respond differently to him. And then I stopped responding like that, but he still would try to get the old me out. But because he was lonely after a relationship, even though he denied it, but I'm not an idiot, I would just say no more. And ever, I just, you know, no more. And that reminds me, I had another ex who used to do that too, who anytime he got out of a relationship, he would just, this is actually the last person I dated before I was single for six years, but he would message me randomly. He hasn't done it in a while. Thank God. Oh, cause I blocked. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to hit block. Makes your life so much easier. And he, same thing. Oh, you're wonderful. And then he would start picking bites. Like he would give you all the beautiful concepts, excuse me, compliments. And then he would start picking fights, but it was weird fights. Like he was trying to manipulate and kind of demean and everything like that. And I finally had to block him too, because I could say, I don't want to talk to you. Or he'd make some big thing. Like you don't even understand. And you tell you this big, deep secret about my life. And I would literally put, I don't fucking care because I don't, because you and I are no longer like that. You mistreated me. So you no longer get me in your life. You no longer get the pleasure of me in your life. I'm not going to listen to your problems. I'm not going to listen to your issues because I am not. No, that's not my job. You had that opportunity. You treated me like dirt. Please go fall on some Legos. So, uh, so it's just, you hit a point And I hope every woman does hit a point and man, if you are, there's abusive women too, that use men too, but you hit a point where everything just says, no, I do not want this in my life. I will not allow this in my life. And even, you know, even with the, the person, the first love that I've ever had that I was talking about before that does check in every once in a while. I don't allow him to get what he wants, which I don't know, or at least anymore before I used to, 
um, you know, sometimes the most recent time, which it's been a long time, I, I just let him talk, but I didn't play, but he was trying to, but he just kept going and he kept trying to pull the strings and pull the strings. And I just wasn't feeding into it. And it's just, you know, some people are very much are harder for sure than others to let go of, but you can do it and everyone can do it, but you just have to hit a point. And I don't know if it's being in your late thirties or what it is, but sometimes you just hit that point and it is wonderful to be able to just cut people that hurt you in your past out. It's a good feeling. And I mean, sometimes, I mean, I, like I was talking about, I found these pictures the other day and sometimes it's hard letting go. I finally just shredded them. I put them in the shredder and I said, I am done because it's hard sometimes cutting, but then it feels good cutting that, that, that cord because it's an old you. You're not that person. I'm not that person anymore. I was a very different person in my twenties. I was so insecure. I was, had no voice. I seriously, I took every sort of abuse from everyone. I let people walk all over me, use me, talk down to me. And, you know, it's just every day you kind of walk towards being that better person, being a better you. And we get there, we all get there and everyone will. And I really hope that everybody just seriously like find some piece of them that they see that you're never worthless. You are so amazing and you just deserve so much and let that light shine. So it just keeps all the darkness away because it's in everybody. It's there. It's wonderful. It's amazing. (sighs) Yeah, (laughs) but I just wanted to record something. So you guys, you know, because I enjoy this quite a bit and I just wanted to put this out there to the universe and, you know, (laughs) and like us and subscribe and, you know, it'd be nice. I know we are like on Spotify and Google Podcasts and Podcast Index and Podcast Attic. So download us and all that fun stuff. But Anyways, um, I'm going to go ahead and sign off so I can do some more studying because I have two, a small quiz and a large quiz that I have to take. So I need to make sure I get all that studying in and I will go ahead and yeah, talk to you guys later. Have a good night or Thursday. Hopefully I'll have a little Mandy way with me because that's always a bonus. Yeah. And good night. I love you.